2: My name is Hove, Hove, H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. Carlos turned around. Carlos goes, what? We're starting like that? Dump. You know where you are. The mothership connects. It's the asset. GC. I asked our bosses a few weeks ago. I said, uh, hey, let me let me fill in as a host at some point. I bailed out. Bill Ryder's show, Ryder Than You, because the host that day was in Milwaukee. Bart Winkler was filling in, and Bart's line cut out two minutes before the show. So D-Cell grabs me from the newsroom and goes, hey, I need you to fill until we get Bart back, and then they never got Bart back. So D-Cell, being a good soldier... He actually interviewed that day for the vacant job left by the albatross that left this show. Diesel was dressed to the nines. He brought his suit with him. And he was very funny because when he got done with his interview, he came out and he said, Yo, I, I talked you up in there with the bosses, told them that you did a good job filling in on Ryder Than You. So when I saw our boss, David Marinick later that day before I left, I said, Dave, you know, I'd love to get a chance to host at some point. I didn't mean today. I didn't want to do it today. I was at MLB Network last night until midnight. From 10 to midnight, I hosted MLB Big Inning, our version of NFL's Red Zone. Went home, and just like Carlos with a K, could not Sleep. Real hard hat, guys. Zero sleep. I'm on, no sleep, Jerry. No sleep. I told the guys in the newsroom, I got in bed at 1245, set the alarm for 415, and I just tossed and turned. Tossed and turned. I finally checked my phone. It was 245. And then the next thing I remember, the alarm was going off at 415. So we'll generously say 90 minutes. And it makes me miss the days of 70s and 80s baseball when you would hear about clubhouses that had just bowls of amphetamines in the trainer's room. Like, if we had a bowl of greenies or yellow jackets in the newsroom right now, I know that I'd be grabbing a handful. I know Carlos would have been getting all in on that. Butchers smiling at me across the glass. Maybe? No. Not you don't think me. so? Not for me. You a coffee guy, at least? A little bit. A little coffee? A little bit. Energy drinks? Definitely not. All right, so we're going to get to know you today. Carlos and I talked about you on the PGP Did side we ever. B. Carlos and I, that was, a, that was an interesting PGP. I don't think we talked about anything really topical.
3: No, I think the only thing that I tried to do in terms of steering the, uh, the conversation was just like, hey, by the way, everybody who's listening, yeah. he's hosting on Friday, so tune in for that.
2: Also... Good job by you. I should introduce our cast to our thousands upon thousands of listeners. We got the butcher. We got Carlos with an S and we've got Schwartz on sports on updates. That'll be coming up at the bottom of the hour, but you know, this program, you've got sound check. You've got a bunch of other things. We'll talk about some things. We've got at 920, WWE superstar Bianca Belair calling in. She's going to be talking about WrestleMania 40 tickets, which just went on sale at Lincoln Financial Field. I will be going tonight, one of that, by the way. Sometimes it's funny how that works out. We got to link up. Uh, We didn't discuss this off air.
3: Of course I'm going. I'm going both nights.
2: You're going both nights. Oh, yeah. I'm
3: I'm a fiend. Ew. I did not know this. That's why Pete and I should be friends. Pete, if you're listening, Mm. wink, wink.
2: I'm going. Wow, you're trying Hold hard. Hold on. I also noticed that we all noticed that when Greg Giannotti came in, Greg used to do the morning show here. He's now on the local side hosting Boomer and Geo. Did you stand at attention and salute him? Because he, I did. You did, right? Yeah. Is that a running thing for you two now? Uh, I've done it to him
3: and I've done it to, I can't forget who, but like that. Yeah, that's like the third time. Energy
2: that we need here but that he wants no part of. And I said this, I I give DA, I give Bogish, I give all these guys a lot of credit to do this show Monday through Friday. And for the real hard hat guys out there, the ones that are driving the trucks and driving the plows, they're going to laugh at me, but like this this is a tough gig, man. You know, you, To be creative, to have those juices flowing, and to be fresh, you got to love it. So, everybody's watching Hard Knocks, right? I am. I watched the second episode yesterday. It's about the New York Jets, and because we're right here in New York, the Jets are America's team for now. Here's your cold open.
0: This is where I think Hackett and his staff are where it's going to come to fruition and creativity and different personnel groupings, and uh, but at the same time, to have the ability not only to do all that stuff, but knowing full well that you can also just dot the I and just run downhill, and we've got enough guys who can do that too.
4: Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being, I got the chance to go join them and, you know, help them win, win again. You know, that was that was a big thing to come come over here.
3: It's
2: amazing, sensational,
3: dramatic, heartrending. It's DA's top story. Here
2: he goes. It's your cold open. So the whole thing is that the Jets didn't want to do Hard Knocks. Nobody wanted to do Hard Knocks, and yet the two episodes that I've watched that have been released, it looks like they're eating it up pretty well. Robert Sala's come across well. Rogers, obviously the star. We got a Liev Schreiber cameo in episode one. He's the voice of the show and has been for a long time. And Rodgers even said, he's like, dude, you're the goat. And Liev Schreiber says, I'm just ripping off John Facenda, which is for the old school guys out there that remember the old NFL films. But I've been enjoying this. I, I watch the preseason hard knocks every year. I'm not as into the in-season one. I don't know why. Maybe just because you need a break from football during the year. Does half that make sense? Half the teams sense? suck, too. What's that? Like, half the teams they put on midseason, they suck. Yeah, like the Cardinals last year.
4: Yeah, nobody cares about the backup. And then who did they do? Did they do one the year prior? I don't I think it was the I first one. I believe it was the Colts. It was the I'll Colts. I'll Yeah, come on.
2: You know, so I'm not as into the in-season one. And to me, the in-season one would be way more of a distraction than anything during training camp. But I think that this is a good thing for the Jets. I do. I think that for them, this is a weird thing. They're on the national radar. They do have a target on their back because you spend enough time in this building on 345 Hudson Street in New York City. There's enough people here that'll tell you Super Bowl or bust. I don't know about that. But if I'm Robert Sala, I'm thinking AFC title game or bust because his job's on the line. There's a lot of expectations this year for the New York Jets, and it starts with the quarterback. You heard from new running back Dalvin Cook saying that he came over. Big reason why was Aaron Rodgers. And that's why the quarterback position doesn't matter what you pay those guys. They are worth every single penny. The only major difference with the Jets from last year to this year is who they have playing quarterback. And in the blink of an eye, you change the entire perception of your franchise. And that's an amazing thing. That is an invaluable thing, what Aaron Rodgers has done. They've got a loaded offense. You know, they had a 1,000-yard receiver last year in Garrett Wilson. He might go for 15, 1,600 this year with Rodgers throwing. They've got Dalvin Cook. They've got Brees Hall, who looked electric on an open field run yesterday. Their defense is good. It's not great. They did not force a lot of turnovers I think our pal, Joe Beningo, Jets superfan, said that they forced three turnovers in the last eight games. And he was great. I mean, he was talking to Robert Sala earlier this week at Jets camp. I mean, just, you know, calling him out like, you know, could you get a freaking turnover? What'd you have, three turnovers in the last eight games? Coach. And Joe can do that. Joe's earned that right. Him and Sala are buddies, so it's cool. But their defense needs to force more turnovers. Their offensive line's no good. It's just not good. And they, you know, they they kind of downplay it. You're not hearing a lot about it, but the whispers are that the line is just a sieve. Rodgers uh, you know, Rogers can extend plays, Rogers can improvise and he can pivot off of things at the line of scrimmage, but he's also not a young man anymore. And he's playing on a bum calf. So yeah, you can flush the pocket, you could roll out. But you also don't want Aaron Rodgers running for his life the entire season. So, yeah, expectations are high for the Jets. Could they win the division? They could. I don't know if they're beating Buffalo, but should they at least split with the Bills? Yeah, they should. They should beat the Pats twice. And the Dolphins, I think that could be a good a good two games. I think the AFC East is going to be really fun to watch at least three of those four teams. I don't know about the Pats. But I want to see what happens here with the Jets. We're going to find out what they are. And Rodgers is with them for two years. And I give him a lot of credit. I've always been a fan of his. Even towards the end of his time in Green Bay. Where you could tell that, you know, he was the classic case of a guy. And we all know people like this. Some of us listening right now are that guy. Where you're trapped in a marriage. And you just don't really know how to get out of it and that seemed like what happened to him at the end of his time in Green Bay my uncle Frankie perfect example trapped in a marriage has nowhere to go that was Rogers in Green Bay because of Brian Gutekunst I'm GM Brian Gutekunst nobody could say his name right on this show I think we, I actually said it once doing an update and it got dumped I'm pretty sure it got dumped
4: yeah, there was, there was a Jody bad moment a couple weeks ago. Can we play that? Oh, Can like, we have that?
2: I, I gotta, I mean, let me find we'll, it. We'll get to that later. But I I think Rodgers has done such a great job repairing his image, turning his perception around because he comes across really well here. You know, he's he's got this very wry, very dry sense of humor. He is a ball-buster extraordinaire. And he has eaten up this opportunity. I like that during the second preseason game when they went to Carolina, you know, he was talking with Sala at halftime, and he said, listen, I want chatter in the locker room during halftime. I do not want it quiet in here. I want each position group going over what we got to go over, making the necessary adjustments, getting ready for the second half. And then there was another thing at the end of episode two where he pulls Makai Becton aside and said, hey, good job. Let's talk this week. Let's get lunch. I think that's great. That's a guy that's been in the league. That's a first ballot Hall of Famer, a four-time MVP, pulling aside a guy that was highly touted as a first-round pick. And, you know, that goes a long way. It's little things like that. You know, the guys across the way, the guys across the glass will tell you that if somebody in a position of power in your job just takes a little bit of time to get to know you, to show an interest in you, it carries a long way. I remember my first shift here, my first update shift here, March 9th, 2018, my dad's birthday. That's why I remember it. I was nervous as all hell. I was so nervous driving into the city that night. It was probably the most nervous I had ever been before anything I'd ever done on air. And when I got here, I probably got here three and a half hours early, the way Jack Stern still does for his update shifts. I was a trendsetter, by the way, doing that. I I was doing that way before him. He ripped me off. But I remember seeing Steve Summers in the break room. Steve Summers, longtime host on WFAN, overnight guy since day one. And we just chopped it up for five minutes. And I told him that I was new and it was my first update shift. And, uh, you know, in classic schmooze style, he talked me off the ledge. You're going to be great. You wouldn't be here in this position if it wasn't your skills. You're going to do a great job. And just that little interaction made me feel so much better before I came into the studio. And then we went the complete opposite direction that night. Because Scott Farrell was sitting in this chair hosting from 10 to 2. And I listened to Farrell when he hosted on Howard 101. So the lights in here were all turned down. And I, you know, said hello, introduced myself. And Farrell was classic. He goes, you don't care if the lights are off, right? I go, no, Scott, whatever you got to do, man. He goes, yeah, try to make it like a strip club vibe in here. <laughs> all right, Scotty. I miss Farrell. He's doing his thing on Sports Grid. I also thought watching Rodgers, he is going to have a career in broadcasting. He will not make a good game analyst. He's too subdued for that. Like, he's too drugged up for that. He's a little too mellow, man. But I think as a studio analyst, I think as a guy on the desk, he would be phenomenal. I look at him the way I look at Derek Jeter, how they're both very reserved, very buttoned up, but they've got this dry wit and this sense of humor that I think plays well in that setting. So I could see Aaron Rodgers when this two-year deal is done. I don't know if he does it right away, but somebody is going to make a heavy pitch to get him and join their network. And I think he's going to do a great job as a studio analyst. And there's another aspect of this that, again, Salah is coaching for his job. There's no question. I think that the Jets need, at minimum, with the expectations this year to make the AFC title game. Those are big shoes once you bring number 12 into the picture. But you also got to think about the future. You got to think about life after Aaron Rodgers because that's what this league is about. If you're just thinking one season at a time, You can't like the great teams are thinking two and three steps ahead, two and three years ahead. Adam Thielen, who's now with the Panthers veteran receiver, had a great run with the Vikings, pulled Zach Wilson aside and said, don't listen to the outside noise. Don't let them, the media, the fans, public perception, tell them who you are. You know who you are. And I thought that was a great thing. And I hope that for Jets fans, long-suffering Jets fans, that this is not just two years and, all right, same old Jets, that Rodgers sets the tone, establishes this culture, and maybe Zach Wilson learns a thing or two about a thing or two. And maybe they did get it right with the quarterback. Might have taken some time. Might have been a couple of bridge years in there, but maybe Zach Wilson turns it around. (laughs)
1: presents this program in color an educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in they can fire you but they can't eat you and they run through our ass like through a tin horn man and we could not stop them
3: the audio you
2: need to hear it's da soundcheck Greg Caserta filling in for DEA, reminding you that with eBay guaranteed fit, you're the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com, let's ride. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. And here's what at the bottom of this says, last night running back Trey Sermon had an explosive 33-yard touchdown run as the Eagles and Browns tied 18-18. What a scintillating preseason game that was! Wow, eighteen, eighteen. All of that with eBay. You get a little bit of everything. You get box scores. You get motors. Yeah, that's eBay's drive of the week. <laughs> that was good. Whoever wrote that was a genius. Somebody works in radio. You wah, Fancy wah. boy, you. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, coming up, uh, Peter Schwartz, bottom of the hour. We got uh, we got updates. You know what we do here. So we're in soundcheck. This is my favorite part of the show. Really, the end of the show is my favorite, but this is right near the top. This has to be, like, number two on the list. And we're going to keep it with the NFL because we're not talking baseball for a little while. We'll get into that later. One of my favorite characters, a guy that I think I've changed my tune on. I'm sure a lot of people have. Russell Wilson, getting ready for year two in Denver, but things are different now with Sean Payton.
1: I think it's all coming together. The pictures all coming together. You know, it takes time to, ba- you know, paint a beautiful picture sometimes. And uh, we're doing that all as all as one. And um, I got a lot of confidence in our guys
0: and who we are as a collective team, you know, and uh, we're not wavering. We're just going to keep working and, and getting ready.
2: So what he's supposed to say? He's a weird dude. He's so corny. Like, yeah. he,
3: you can't say anything cool if you're Russell Wilson. Uh, it takes time to paint a beautiful picture. Like, well, come on, dude. But like, why is
2: it that with his time in Seattle, when he was there, him being corny was fine. It was a non-issue. And now all we think about is, man, what a cornball this guy is.
3: Because there's like almost there's two Russell Wilsons. There is the Russell Wilson that's corny. That's the. Uh, Kind of the Tiger Woods sound alike, mm. and then there's the quote-unquote hood Russell Wilson. Like, you ever done hey, anything hey, dangerous? A hey, Seattle, we we made the deal. I'm <laughs> getting yeah. my hair braided, my wife in Seattle. <laughs> so there's actually three right. Russell Wilsons because there's, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of that one. So, and the more personas that come out, the more people start to look at this dude like he, he's a
2: bit of a cornball.
3: I will say we'll Mr. Get Mr. A- Mr. unlimited.
2: Oof. That was rough. Was that the subway commercial?
4: No, they're, they're, that was separate. That was eh, a limited subway. Same thing. They're both bad. There's this is one. You two. done
1: anything dangerous? Yeah.
2: We're going to get a really good idea of who he is and how we remember him based on year one with Sean Payton. Sean Payton ran an offense in New Orleans with Drew Brees that was very consistent. You know, they didn't really do these crazy gadget plays. They ran a very traditional pro-style offense. Let's see how creative Sean Payton is this year. Russell got a, a schlacking last year. He took a freaking beating behind that line. Now, I will say this. It looks like he's very happy at home. You know, Sierra posted something the other day, a picture of the the family. I think they have four kids together. That is a beautiful family. I will say that the two of them made four beautiful children, and they appear to be a very happy, tight-knit couple, so I am happy for him. I am not wishing ill on Russell Wilson because I did like him in Seattle. I love the way he extended plays, how he always seemingly avoided the big hit as a mobile quarterback. This is going to tell us a lot about who he is and what ultimately... Defines him, how he stands and ranks in the league. We're gonna we're gonna find out very soon. So we go from Denver to Miami. Tua bites back a little bit, and I like this from the. Dalton I can give you guys a
1: play, and then if you guys want to repeat it after me, as if you guys were in the huddle, you guys can. All right, should I go once or twice saying it?
5: Once.
1: Once. All right, we got North, right, clamp, South, Fox, H-top, pass, 38, top, Gumby, XP, sweat. Let's go. Anyone?
5: I
0: got
1: a yeah, sounds like a pre-snap penalty
3: to me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness.
2: All right, so all I got out of that, North, South, Fox, clamp. Can we get that one more time? Anybody else pick up on anything? I got nothing. Nothing. That's all I got was Nothing's North, South, Fox, Clamp. And I don't even think Clamp came after Fox. And there were a bunch of things after that. So you see the play. You hear the play. Factor in seventy-five to 80,000 screaming fans. All right. You're on the road. You're down three. And the place is going bonkers. You got to get the call from your headset Relay it to your 10 guys. That was one thing that quarterback did incredibly well. If you haven't watched the quarterback series yet on Netflix, I think it was episode four or five where they broke down what the quarterbacks have to do to memorize plays. It really made me appreciate how smart you have to be to be an NFL quarterback. There have been plenty of guys that have the physical traits, the attributes, but there's nothing going on up here in between the years. That really, to me, tells the story of a lot of guys. You know, so the fact that these guys memorize the plays that they do, they know all the mechanizations, all the little nuances to the routes, and then you have to pick up possible blitzes, guys dropping into coverage. It's unbelievable. And for a guy to call the media out on that, and Tua was having fun. Let's also remember, Tua was not being a jerk. I like Tua because Tua has fought back with the media sometimes. He was pissed at them last year when they reported on him getting married. And I appreciated that. No, I really did. I, Butch, you're smiling. I, I, I appreciate that because he's a private guy who doesn't want his personal life out there. I get that. So I like Tua in that regard. Um, I, I worry about him. I think a lot of us worry about him because... Another dunk on the turf, and we could be looking at some serious brain damage. But hopefully, he stays protected because I like Tua. Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman needs to slow down. Here's why.
4: Anthony Richardson um, going to the Hall of Fame?
5: Yes, yes, he is. Um, So he still has, you know, he still has probably like 15 years to like go. But I mean, like, I see him. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, dude's a freak out here. I mean, I mean, like, he's, what, like, 240? Probably bench press a house. He's, like, faster than me, probably, but, like, I like, would never tell him that, though. Uh,
3: <laughs> he's going to see this on CBS, you uh, know.
2: Oh, well, then, like, I like, take it back. Like He's slower than me. <laughs> Who asked him that question?
3: That's Jonathan Jones on CBS Sports.
2: Oh, he used to work here. Did he? Yeah, that was Gio and Jones. Gio, right? No, Brian Jones. Brian some, Jones. Brian Jones. That's a different Jones. All right, so I can trash this guy. That's a stupid question. I mean, maybe he was doing it tongue-in-cheek. Like, they were having a conversation off-air prior to that, and he kind of set him up like, hey, I'm going to ask you this question about Richardson going to the Hall of Fame. I pray to God that's not somebody asking a serious question.
3: I would think not, but for... Listen, I understand getting your guys back, you getting your teammates back. The guy hasn't played a down of professional football. And the jury still out as if he was even a good college quarterback. Sure. The like the preseason that he had was mixed results. Uh 54% was his completion percentage in college. Like part of being a quarterback is the ability to throw the ball and complete the pass. So yeah. we're gonna take Pittman seriously that Richards is gonna be in the hall of fame. Let, let's slow down. May, maybe he goes in the Hall of Fame as a tight end. I don't know. Uh, maybe he H-back. thinks he's going to be like a uh, you know like an X receiver catching 50-50 balls. But as a quarterback,
4: let's slow the roll there, to Jack. Can, can you bench play- press a house though? who was say it again. He said he could bench
2: press a house. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. He's got the physical attributes, hundred yeah, percent. And I'm rooting for Anthony Richardson. The story I heard about him that I loved was at the combine when he was there. He stuck around after the workout and helped them clean up because the players apparently made a mess with cups and wrappers and things like that on the sideline. And he's like, yeah, we shouldn't have left a mess. So he actually helped the cleaning crew clean up after themselves. So I will always root for Anthony Richardson just from that. I don't know. I think it's it's so much fun for me to just be the angry, grumpy guy like somebody has to be. That's kind of what morning radio is when you have all these different roles You have this rotating circle and you just. It's fun for me to be the angry, grumpy guy, especially after no sleep last night. You're like Pete if he had power. (laughs) Exactly. And you wonder why you and Pete aren't buddies. Eh, That's good. good. I'll see
3: you at WrestleMania, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'll
2: I'll see you over there. Um, Yeah, I think that, I honestly think that question was done tongue in cheek. I don't think Michael Pittman was coming right out of the gate and saying, oh, yeah, my my quarterback's going to be a Hall of Famer. We don't know yet, but we'll find out soon. we got a lot of rookie quarterbacks coming in. I'm excited to see Bryce Young in Carolina. Bryce Young under Frank Reich, that's going to be fun to watch.
3: Yeah, that team's going to be no good. He right. has no offensive line, but I could tell a lot about Bryce Young on the very first throw that he made to Adam Thielen. He Ooh, went through on. a full 4 read progression, and he slings it to Thielen with pressure coming And completes the uh, play. Bryce Young is going to be that dude because he's really, really smart. He sees the field well. It's just, you know, all the talks about his size, I think it's overblown. We have smaller quarterbacks in the league already. Look at Kyler Murray when it's in his really small tank top. Uh, So Bryce is going to be just fine as long as the line can, you know, stand up a little bit. But they're not going to be
2: any good, but I think he could be the guy. Botch looked at me as you were going through that breakdown and were like, oh, somebody knows football. That was a very good breakdown. Hard hat guy. Because the football's your favorite, right? Oh, by a mile. Like, And it's not
3: even close. Yeah, by a, by a mile. Uh, f- f- pro football. When it comes to NFL, I'm your Huckleberry.
2: Yeah, see, like, I could listen to you break football down. I don't like when a lot of these former players get, like, too into the weeds on formations and things like that. Like, that really annoys me. Split banana Y, X, Y. Yeah, out. you know, you got a Clamps. too high safety shell. Like, you're not impressing us. What Carlos just did, that's impressive. Be like Carlos. And i leave you with that as we welcome in my pal, a guy I haven't seen a w- in a while here. Yeah, where have you been? I've been hiding, dude. Jeez, <laughs> I've been man. Busy, busy. You I know think I saw goes?
5: you more during the pandemic than
2: I have in the last couple of you months. You honestly did. <laughs> you <laughs> <really> honestly did. <laughs> did. I saw you more in the first few months when I got back here. Yeah. We saw each other, I feel like, almost every day. Once a week, twice a week, like
5: two ships passing in the night. Yeah, you know, and, and I would be leaving. You'd be coming yeah, in and coming and going, vice versa. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah, Can you complain. Well, if I complain, nobody would listen. Oh, well, to me. if, I mean, on this show, everybody listens. that's, no, that's
2: yeah, the problem. When that's, you complain, yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah, listens. I hear about
5: it. Yeah, any little, anything. Yes, no, I'm not in the complaining business today. I, all is good. All good. is good. So what I, do we? Get, what do we got? We got. Baseball. First up, Los Angeles. The Dodgers just keep on rolling. Evan Phillips to Willie Adamas. And here it comes. And down he goes. Swung on and missed strike three. The Dodgers have won 11 straight. Phillips saves his 18th. The Dodgers' 12th shutout of the year. A season-high 28 games over 500. That was the voice of Charlie Steiner on Dodgers Radio. Dodgers beat the Brewers 1-0. L.A. now 15-1 in August. Austin Barnes with his first home run since September of last season. Now to Washington where the Red Sox playoff hopes took a hit.
3: Now the 0-2. Swing a line drive left center field. This is headed toward the gap. It's down. It's going by Yoshida and all the way to the fence. This is going to clear the bases. Racing home downs and Thomas into second with another two-run double is Joey Manessis. He's driven in five runs all by himself. The Nationals 8, the Red Sox 1. What a ball game for Joey Manessas. That was
5: Dave Jagler on Nationals Radio. Nationals beat the Red Sox 10-7. In St. Louis, Pete Alonzo keeps putting balls in orbit.
0: Payoff pitch. Alonzo clocks one deep center field. Edmund
3: back looks up. It is gone. Onto the grassy Berman straightaway center. It falls onto the natural batter's eye. A two-run home run for Pete
0: Alonso. 2-0 Mets lead in the top of the fourth.
5: That was Keith Ratt on Mets Radio. Mets beat the Cardinals 4-2 for Pete Alonso, his 37th home run of the season.
2: So Alonzo's second in the National League in homers and RBIs, trailing only Matt Olson. Adam Wainwright has not won a game since he beat the Mets in June at Citi Field. Mm -hmm. His whole reason for coming back this year. One more go. We had a playoff team last year. We might be able to do it again. He was going for win number 200. He's been stuck on 198 for over two months. So he might play out the season and still not get there. Yeah, he's running out of time. Oof.
5: I think he'll get there, though. I think they'll... They'll find a way. Uh, they, I mean, if
2: he's retiring anyway, I mean they can maybe squeeze a couple extra starts. They out of him. gotta get something. I mean, for him to come back and to not get to two hundred would be a travesty. I don't think Met fans would be crying about it. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> last night <laughs> after two thousand six. It's amazing how <laughs> we're still talking about that seventeen
5: years later. Yeah. That was that was I'm not a I'm a Yankee fan, but my yeah. wife's a Met fan. We had World Series tickets. Wow! We went to Game Six of that series against the Cardinals, and okay. that's tied the series. And we're watching the game at home, and I've got tickets. I think it was. I think we had tickets for Game Four of the World Series, mm-hmm. and and I'm again, I'm not a Met fan, so I got there's no rooting interest, but sure. I wanted to go to the World Series. Oh, yeah, of course, and I'm like I hated Carlos Ballerga for that, uh-huh. and I'm like I said, I said I'm not sitting Beltran. there crying, Beltron uh, Beltrán. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Did I say but, by Eric? Wow. I don't you're know dating, why I boy, said that. Boy, you're dating That's, yourself, son. I am. That's oh not, not an old fart.
2: No, uh, but I, I swing the bat. It was the hammer of all hammers, though. Wainwright just came over the top with that curve and just he gave him that old jelly leg. And I was I'll never straight forget up that. 12 to 6. Like, you got a time. That pitch was disgusting. I'll never forget that. That was a month into my freshman year of college. I'll never forget. I was watching that in my buddy's dorm room. And at the time, I was a Yankees fan. I have since relinquished that. Thank you, Thank you Brian Cashman. Um, but well, you've
5: thrown a team under the bus because oh. they're having a bad season.
2: Yeah, we'll get into that. We have a lot of time oh, here.
5: See, man, listen. Now you see. Now you're getting Shorts. into. Oh my God. We
2: got a long time. I to went. Talk about I went this.
5: through something like this with with Dexter Henry on WFAN <laughs> the other night, where he said he gave up on the Jets and now wants to root for the Steelers. Ooh. And I'm like. Like, you, you cannot relinquish your rooting interest in the team I would never... unless they do something so immoral and so heinous. Like, you, you root for your teams, win or lose. I teach that to my
2: kids. Don't give up. I would never abandon ship and then jump on a bandwagon. I would mm. never do what Dexter did. That's inexcusable. Yeah. And I'll have to talk with him about that in yeah. private. But, I mean. I chastised him. W- you
5: should have. Yeah. How did he respond to that? Because he's a uh, nice guy. He's a tremendous guy. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. Now, he took it in, he took the chest. He took the, whatever you want to go, the verbal assault from mm. me in stride with a smile on his face. I think he knows he did the wrong thing. And maybe we have to have a conversation about what right. just came out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I teach my kids all the time. You pick a team when you're a child, or sometimes it's bestowed upon you by your parents, and you stick with it. But you're a Jets fan, right? I am a Jets fan. I've never stopped rooting for. Hasn't them. it given you just agita Yes, over but the years? I can't live without it.
2: Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's like some sick perversion that I think we have. And you're a rarity, by the way. Yeah. Being a Yankees and a Jets fan. Normally, Yankees, Jets, it's, Islanders, Knicks. Right. Normally, it's Mets, Jets. Yeah. And I think of those people, and they are pathetic. <laughs> I truly, they they are they are gluttons for punishment. Wow. I feel terrible for them. Those, my the, kids, those are my kids.
5: They, they were for the Mets. Yeah, because uh, when when Cheryl was pregnant with our older son, Bradley, we had to come to an agreement on things. Oh, boy. So we're both Jet fans, so that was easy. Yeah. But she's Mets, Rangers, Rangers and yeah. I'm Islanders, Yankees. So she gave me the first draft pick. <laughs> and I said, I don't hate the Mets. Okay. But I would sooner stick a needle in my eye than see my child put a Rangers jersey on. <laughs> wow. So I said, I'll tell you what, I get the Islanders, you get the Mets. We're all happy. I think The that's... kids are color-coordinated. Everything is all good.
2: Considering the dysfunction that could have caused in your house, I think you guys did it right. I
5: think it was phenomenal.
2: Right? Everybody's coexisted. Yeah. Right? There haven't been any major blow-ups or anything.
5: No, there's been a lot of trash-talking, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, dad takes it on the chin when the Mets beat the Yankees. Sure. Absolutely, yeah, and the other way around, so...
2: Yeah, but it's all in good fun. No, it's it is If in only good all fun. the
5: issues of the world could have been solved as easy as my wife and I figured out how the kids were going to root for their sports teams.
2: When you got after Dex, was it on the air or off the air? Oh, it was on the air. So, it was on that side. It was at it was the, the and Yeah, when I was side.
3: Uh, I was hosting.
2: You were hosting, he was doing updates. He was doing the updates. Yeah. DA takes
3: off and we don't respect the embargo anymore?
2: No, I think we talked about this earlier this week. I the was, station I, I was is told it was on okay. the embargo. Yeah, the embargo. We can talk is...
3: to teams, but the station is on the embargo.
2: Yeah, but we're talking Look about at me Schwartz. bring some
3: consistency to the program.
2: Schwartz was hosting over there. If we were talking about an update shift, it would not matter. He was hosting a show. That's different. I'm making my own rules today, okay? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> this is a fry DA with GC and Schwartz. Yeah, we got to talk about, we'll talk about the Yankees. We're going to get into baseball a little bit later. We can. We can air out our frustrations collectively. Yes. I'll give you mine. But in the meantime, I, I have, have ta- mine. I have mine. I know you do.
5: Are we, out of, time here I, we are out of time here? We are out of time. We so are out of time. I stuff you had some good stuff go. But
2: that's the beauty you could save it for the next update.
5: I'll just add it on to
0: the next update. There Bingo.
2: you go. That's Peter Schwartz. I'm Greg Caserta. We got the butcher. We got Carlos with an O. And we'll be back right after this on the DA Show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
3: Mornings are hard. Your sports radio show doesn't have to be.
2: No, it doesn't have to be. That's why you're here with us. The DA show with GC. Greg Caserta filling in for Damon Amendolara. Boys are bopping across the glass. Carlos with a K. The Butcher. James. You go by James. Ryan. Brian. Ryan. Who's James? Is there a James that works here? Hope so. You mean Baccioni?
3: His name is James. His name is definitely James, and that's he was right gone on. definitely an hour ago.
2: Yeah. You're Brian.
4: Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, that's that's the biggest pet peeve. Brian Ryan debates. It's terrible. All right. Get right. How, do get, how do people get Brian though? There, there's no B so, in your name. So when you say like when you say Ryan, right? People hear Brian, and it's like annoying.
2: I had that when I would tell people that I went to Fordham. They would say, oh, Florida, and i go, no, Fordham.
4: Yeah, you have to say it three times, and it sucks.
2: That's why, but I just call you, you go by Botch.
4: Boch, Botcher, Betcher, whichever Have people one. been
2: screwing your name up your entire life? Yes. Yeah. I could see that happening. I'm just going to call you Butcher. Cool. I'm pretty sure it's the first time he's ever heard James. Yeah, I thought his name was James. That's why we do last names. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, but you're Carlos. Like, you've never been Ortiz. Nobody yeah, calls I'm, you Ortiz. I'm
3: only Ortiz in the Army. It's like, nobody knows my right. first name in uniform.
2: Yeah. It would be so
3: weird if people called me Ortiz here.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Um, Like, when when I'm home and Erin, my fiance, calls me Greg once every five years, it sounds very strange. Like, she said it to me before, and I've looked at her, and, like, we both look at each other like, oh, that that is weird. It's always, you know, hon, babe, you know, that crap. Every pet name under the sun. Yeah, it's that. You, you almost forget what her name is for a minute. Yeah, she annoyed me last night when I was at work. She really pissed me off last night when I was at work. She must be sleeping now. That's why you're brave. I almost wanted to wake her up this morning as I was leaving. She's off today. but She was just being annoying last night. <laughs> so, like, when I hear guys tell me, like, oh, you know, I wish I was in a relationship. Don't. Stay single, enjoy the freedom and independence, sleep alone <laughs> as long as you can, and hang on to it for dear life. There are just times, Carlos knows, you've been with your girl how long? Uh, 14 years, I had to think about that. Oh, you got more, you're longer than me, I'm 10 years. Yeah, married for 14 total. You've been married for 14? No,
3: no, no, married for four.
2: Oh, married for four, okay, and then got
3: it. Total, we're 14
2: are there times, and we're not going to get into specifics, but there are times when you, you're in the middle of something and you just go, I don't, I don't need this.
3: I call those weekdays.
2: Mm. Days that end in Y. I just, last night, I don't need this. And I, I, I pulled the move. I don't do this often. We were, we were bickering over the phone via text, of course, because that's how problems get solved. And I, I had to pull the move because I was at MLB Network. Where's my camera? There's my camera. shameless plug. MLB Network. I'll be there tonight too. By the way, we'll talk about that later. And I actually had to say to her via text. I go, I'm getting ready for a national television show, and tomorrow morning, a national radio show for four hours. And I don't have time for this right now. You big timed your fiance? Yeah, I absolutely big timed her last night. And guess what? You know what I got back? I got a thumbs up emoji. And a middle finger emoji.
3: Oh, you're definitely getting it when you get home. And
2: I don't think it was supposed to be two thumbs up and she sent one by mistake. I truly believe it was a thumbs up and a middle finger. Anyway, that's my life. Those are the problems that we all deal with. I also tried getting in touch with my shrink yesterday. I texted him. He didn't get back to me. And this is why I'm crazy. More on that when we get back. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
5: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word.